You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good afternoon. This is Kevin. And this is Mike. And is it afternoon or is this officially evening? What? Is this afternoon or is it officially evening? I guess it depends on, well, I think the entire country is after six, so. That's officially evening? I'll go with evening. All right. Good evening. Good evening. We are now socially correct. <laughs> All right. We are, uh, we are going to try to answer some questions and make have a little chit chat and tell some jokes and take it easy. And we are not going to be here next Sunday night. Because it's Fourth of July. Fourth of July weekend. Sorry, and we plan on being um, busy, otherwise occupied. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. If you have a question or a comment, please push one on your phone dial. That'll put you up in the queue, so we know you have a question. I'm not going to bother tell you not to push twice because everybody knows that answer by now, right? Um, we only have one question, question. or comment. And we only have 15 callers, in fact. Which means that I get to sing. Uh, first, let's discuss our... What we need is maybe, maybe today we should take suggestions. Sure, I'll take suggestions. <sighs> yeah. What do you want to suggest? Well, um, we we're trying to develop a plan <laughs> to send somebody to the CMC. Yeah, we're going to send somebody to the CMC this year. We have right. one free seat that we're allowed to give away. And we just we're still trying to to determine exactly how we're going to pick our lucky winner. I think we line them all up and throw darts at them. Throwing darts at people does sound fun. The guy that yells the loudest gets it. I don't have any steel tips. I can get some. Get some steel tips. Okay. okay. All right. Um. But we yeah we're we're we've let's see we've we've heard something about secret. Orange or something, and, and drawing people up and, and picking away. You know, yeah. there's just too there's too much to that. It gets complicated. We can't think that far ahead. I think uh, uh, in the next three weeks, we're just going to have to have a couple of candidates or yeah. something that we're going. It's an eighteen hundred dollar seat. I found yeah. that out. Eighteen. We're giving away an eighteen hundred dollar seat. Yeah. Yeah. And but some people have responded to, to our Facebook page and said, it sounds great, but I can't afford to take a week off of work. <laughs> That's a thing. Okay. But everybody I've talked to that took the week off of work said they made more money in the next year and made up for that week off of work. True. So a lot of people think it's valuable and is worth doing. And if it is worth doing, I'm, I'm glad for it. I'm not a trucker. Right. So I can't swear that it's worth it, but a lot of people are very happy with it. It's yeah. growing every year. It's, it gets it's bigger bring, It's and bigger. bringing people to Council Bluffs, if that tells you anything. Yeah. It has to be really good to get right. to Council Bluffs. Right. All right. In either case, we do have a caller hanging on on 715 area code. Which I want to say is Minnesota, but it could be Wisconsin. Well, it's going to end up being Florida. Let me look at my little Minnesota. list here and look at 715. It is Wisconsin. Yeah. A cheesehead. All right, I was right. Let's see what this cheesehead has to say. All right. Hello, hello, Wisconsin. hello, hello. How is, you is doing? This Mikey, is this a Mike show? 
This is the Mikey the and Kevy show. Yes, Mikey and Kevy. All right. <laughs> I got some suggestions. Please don't oh, like sing. This. Don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are nasty. Do you have any suggestions on how we should give away this seat? Yeah, just give it, it to me. Give it to you. Have you have you ever been to a CMC before? Yeah, yeah it's got to be a a first timer. Yeah, but but I'm an alumni though, so. Oh, so you don't <laughs> count? Can't can't do it. Sorry. Got to be a first time attendee. But maybe if we give it to Cujo, he's never been inside the building before. Ah, that would work. Sure. That would the the dog <laughs> Kevin Rutherford's dog. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we give it to Cujo? All right. Uh, What's your question yeah, today? Kevin Rutherford's dog, his name is Diesel. My Diesel. dog's name is Oh, oh your dog's Cujo. Well, we, we right. can probably share the seat. They would never know the difference. Uh, well, both of them could sit there. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Then he could sit in my lap and, hey, win-win. <laughs> That'd be all right. Very good. So what's up? Okay. I bought a brand new truck. Well, new Ooh. to me, anyhow. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And there was a half-inch block under the driver's side steer axle. Yep. Which created the whole truck wanting to lean to the ditch. Yes. Why would they put a block between the spring, especially on the driver's side? Yeah, I never understood it either. Well, is it a Volvo? It's a FLD. Freightliner. Okay. Volvo and Freightliner have a tendency to put taller blocks on the left side than the right side in their original manufacturer. I've never figured out why they do it, but they do. You know, I've got a, I got a theory. Uh, suddenly I have a theory. Is it because of engine torque? It could be. They figure that they need to block the left side up so when the engine torque's in it, the truck is running level. But I think it's bullshit. Yeah. But I really think it shouldn't be. <laughs> it's the best idea I can come up with. I would personally uh, just, um, you have two choices. You either take the block out of the left side or you put a matching block in the right side. Yeah, okay. Either, either way it works. Now, the problem with taking it out of the left side is if you take it out of the left side, then what you need to do is loosen the bolts enough that you can jack it up, take the block out, set the axle or set the springs down. Then you need to take that half inch block and put it on top of the leaf springs lifting up the little rounded saddle on the top so that your U-bolts stay the same length because the springs are And if you let them come all the way down through the axle, your U-bolt may not tighten up properly. Well, what go. I did, what I did yeah. was took yeah. that block and, well, first of all, I took it out and it still yeah. had a little bit of a lean to it. So I moved yeah. it over to the passenger side and now right. it... It, it rides perfect. It steers perfect, and I, and my and my steering wheel is straight across now. Isn't that <laughs> fabulous? That's Isn't that fabulous. <laughs> now, did you did you have any problem with the threads on the U bolt where the nope. U bolt got longer? I, I went through. I went through and cleaned up all the threads and got ah. them snug down nice and tight, and, uh, and there there's all centering pins, centering pins in there. I had to switch yep. those over from side to side too. Yes, yes. But, uh, but then I was just wondering, why would they 
the, the only thing that I could think of it, why they would want to put a heavier or bigger block on the driver's side is so when the driver sits in the seat, it'll sit level then. The, the driver, even a 300-pound driver, is not going to compress the leaf spring that much. I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, no. That's the only thing I could come up with is when the driver yeah. sits in the seat, it'll compress that spring down to... <laughs> And you're a skinny little guy, so it doesn't bother you. Right. I had I had right. heard it described as, as a leveling block. And if I was to ever put a leveling block in, just like you did, I, I would think you'd put it on the right side. But at least right. half of them, and I think more, are actually on the left. Yeah, they typically put them in on the left side. So I don't know why. So typical engineers, you can't figure out what they're thinking. But, but then with the crown of the road, that'll throw mm-hmm. off like, uh, not that yeah. you're right out there in the left lane all the time. Yeah, and who does that? The, right. If you want to, if you want to learn how engineers think, watch the Big Bang Theory and consider Sheldon. <laughs> uh, I do that all the time. <laughs> See there now. Once you talked about the, there's no more questions. Everything's fine. <laughs> all right, Sheldon, build your truck. All righty. <laughs> all right, I thank you much. I just wonder if you had any rhyme or reason why they did that. Nothing uh, good. Because me nor Eldon could think of what it was. And uh, nah. by the way, contact out to Eldon. He got a new phone, and he lost your number. Oh, oh that's well, good. He lost his, too. Uh, <laughs> tell him to call Yeah, the we show. can't call Eldon because he's got a new phone. Right. Tell him to call the show. <laughs> well, well, he has a, I think he has tried the same number. Oh, he has. He has, uh. he has the same number, but he just lost all his contacts. Oh, well, I'll try and give him a call then so I'll have a number. All right. Okay. Thank you, buddy. All right. Thank you much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now, I thought I had tried to call Eldon, and I couldn't get him. Maybe that was while the phone was gone. What's that? Maybe that was while his phone was gone, yeah. and, and now he's got one again. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll have to try and give him a call. <sighs> All right. All right. I don't know why they level things the way they do. The way they do. I, I mean, because you say level, and level seems to mean lean to the right. Yes. Which gets doubled when you sit on a crown road. Yes. Strange people, <laughs> no right. doubt about it. All right. So we've got another one from a 740 area code. And that's Ohio. That is Ohio. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Familiar college. It is Ohio. Let's find out what area code 704 has to say. All righty. Hello, Ohio. Hello. Do you, don't you mean 740, not 704? I'm dyslexic. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I am caught update. I called in a few weeks ago about a major alignment issue with a 2012 yeah. Peterbilt. Yeah. And I wanted to call and let you know it was indeed out a full inch on the front. Um, That's a bunch. Yeah. Um, I had to end up replacing my cross tube on my tie rod because I wasn't uh-huh. able to adjust it with the old one. But uh-huh. um, got it straightened out, got a new set of tires, and the alignment is perfect now. <laughs> Good. And was the tie rod bent? Is that what caused it to be out by an inch? I think we lost. I guess it, it was just the, uh, the setting. 
Yeah, there was nothing bent, but it was seized up, so they weren't able to turn uh, it. Okay, was it towed out or towed in? It was towed in. Okay. Oh, oh bend ain't gonna do that. Bend ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Anytime you bend it, it toes out because because it becomes shorter. So that's that's interesting. That is interesting. Okay, but everything is cool. You're driving down the road good now, right? I hope so. I think we lost him because I can't hear him now. All right. He went to Never Leverland. Yes, he did. Well, good luck for you, buddy. Well, good. We're well, glad to hear you got that song. Yes. An inch off. That will eat uh, tires for yeah, breakfast. In a heartbeat. Yes, it will. Yep. Yes, it will. All right. Well, let's see. These people keep, is the they keep period, sneaking yeah. in with people so that I can't sing. I don't understand this. <laughs> okay. Keep five, it up, people. 504. What, where where five do you oh think? 504. Oh Come familiar. on. It's familiar. Come on. Uh, Nevada. Come on. Huh? Nevada. No. No. Louisiana. Louisiana. I believe. Let me look, let me look at this list again. Make sure. sure you're right. Yeah, Louisiana, yeah. L.A. All right. Is he is he in Louisiana? No. No. Got to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be somewhere else. Let's see what he has right to now. say. All right. Hello, Louisiana. Louisiana. Hello, guys. Uh, yeah, you got it right. Louisiana. That's New Orleans, but I'm in Illinois. New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. <laughs> it's Nolans. Now come on. Straight up. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I got uh, on my truck, uh, on my drive tires, yeah. uh, the inside, I have dual tires. On the inside edge, was wearing down on that inside yep. edge on the drive. Yep. yep. I, pulled out, I pulled out the axle on both. On, I took all the wheels off, and I pulled mm -hmm. out the axle, and I mm -hmm. tightened up on the nut. All of, mm -hmm. them, all, all of them was loose. Know, okay. Uh, okay. Like if you was about to change a wheel seal, so yeah. Um, well, that how how much did you tighten up on them? Uh, not much. It wasn't no full turn. I mean, I guess about half a turn. Well, did you did you use a torque wrench or the did you setting? just kind of feel how tight it was or what? Yeah, I just kind of feel it. Kind of okay. feel it. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not not yeah. a major preload. And it was empty at the time. Well, the truck was jacked up. He had the wheels off. off. Did you take the drums right. off, or were the drums still on? Drums were off? No. I, when I pulled that axle out, I took the axle to the side, and then, you yeah. know, I, I could take it with both of my hands and, and move it up and down. It had a little plate, bloop, 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 you yep, know, yep, a little yep, plate. Yep. I know that's not supposed to do that, so I tightened it up. To. And took Until that the play was gone. Okay, all right. That's all right. right. All right. Now, if and you I had still, the, I was if, still was able to it around freely you know i didn't good, tighten up good. on it too tight good now in my if if i was using a torque wrench on that with the drum still on it i probably would have turned tighten it to about 35 foot pounds without the wheels mm -hmm. in place yeah with wheels off but the drum on right okay and so and, and that's fine what yeah, you did you was good and then you put the jam nut back on it you put the wheels back on i was all good right or right. was it a, or was it a yeah. single nut it was a double yeah, it was nut, a, right? Uh, double nut, yeah. I took that, that first nut. nut off, and then you got that. Yep. Uh, yep. It looked like yep. a washer with little, little yep. seats on it. Took that off, yep. and then yep. just tighten up on that other nut. Now, okay. will that uh, fix my problem with the wheels um, wearing well, down on the inside edge? It, it, won't, it won't stop the wear that's already started. Yeah, that's the truth. Okay. I, okay. Now, can, what I did there, I took it. I took the wheel off the rim. You know, I broke it all down and just flipped it. 
I did all four. Oh, of them. okay. The new edge yeah. shouldn't do it. Shouldn't. But, um, okay. Now, and we normally, well, we shouldn't. Yeah. But now we normally say that we would like to see, you know, the X amount of torque on those inside nuts. Yeah, but what he did sounds right. And that will solve it if that was the only problem. Yeah. Now, knowing that it was loose, I hope it was the only problem. Right. But it could also be that there is a certain amount of axle there flex. There could be some axle flex, too. But his tires already broke in. Yeah. And the axle flex yeah, tends I got, to affect uh, brand new tires. Yeah, I got about, yeah, about 250,000 miles on these uh, drive yeah. tires. Those, those tires will probably be just fine. I don't think they'll do anything more. Now, I suspect before you tighten it up, you might have also had some vibrations coming out of the rear end that may be gone now. Yeah. 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 But, well, yes. not too much because of the tire. The tire had wore down. It's like I waited too long to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, it, you know, made the truck ride a little, just a little different. Yeah. I mean, you can right. feel, you can feel that the tires, um, just feel like you're going right. over bumps. I don't know. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Well, the vibration that I would have expected before was one that would have shook and then stop and shook and then stop and shook and then stop all the time you're at a sustained speed. And now I expect that is probably gone. But you're, you're probably, it probably still feels like it rides a little rough just because the tires are... The yeah, they're worst. out of balance. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. okay I just right. wanted to make sure I, you know, I did the right thing, just taking that play no, out. How do, how do they back up? How do they, they just, how that nut just backs off like that? Well, the normal people who put it in... Now, you didn't tighten the bearings last time, did you? Uh, yeah, I did, because I, I changed oh, my you wheel did. wheels myself. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and, and did the people before tell you to tighten it up and then back it off a quarter turn and lock it up? No. No, nope. so he tightened no, it. No. So you just simply tightened it up, and you thought it was tight, and now it turns out it was it got loose again, right? It got loose. How did it yeah. get loose? Yeah. Okay. The yeah, bearings, the bearings and the races, the bearings and the races wear, and things get looser. They don't get tighter. They never got tighter. Mm-hmm. And there's there is such a thing as creep. Yeah, they'll move so, a little bit. I suspect that the bearings on the left side of the truck were probably looser than the bearings on the right side. They were just because they, they were. were, and that's because. Okay, the, now which way do you turn the nut to tighten up the bearing on the left side of the truck? I turn you turn it, it to, to the, the right. right. And which way do the wheels rotate? Left. That would loosen the nuts on the left side and tighten the nuts on the right side. Cute, huh? That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Huh. We find more. I didn't think it would nuts. move just because, you know, you lock it oh, yeah. in like that. You know, no, like there's, that movement in the, there, yeah. there's movement in that tab. It doesn't, it well, nothing ever just perfectly tight. This, the, that, that bearing and, and race, that set is rotating something like uh, 500 times a mile. times a mile. A mile. A mile. 6,000 times a mile. No, no, 500 times a mile. How many times? 500 times a mile. 500 times, because it sits on the inside edge of the yeah. very end. Yeah. yeah. So, so 500 times a mile, 10,000 miles, it's, it's rotated. It's going to creep a little bit. 5 million times in 10,000 miles. Yeah. So oh, okay. it's not a surprise that they loosen up a little bit, okay? Okay. So um, so next time I change a wheel seal, you say mm-hmm. how much pressure I need to put on it? Are you going to do how it with torque? the wheels? Are you going to do it with the wheels and the drums off? Or you can do it with yeah, the wheels break it all down. Okay. Take then the I want you to drum off. I, I want you to spin the hub and snug it down good and tight with a big breaker bar. Got it? 
Okay. And then you're going to back it off and turn. Then you're going to spin the hub and you're going to tighten it into 25 foot pounds. And you're going to leave it there, put the washers on, and jam the outer nut down. 25 foot pounds on the second adjustment. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Okay. I the got it. Thanks a lot, guys. Not a problem, yep. bud. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye. <clears throat> okay. Well, that was a good call. Yeah. Wheel bearings. You got it fixed up. You did. All right. Three oh seven. Seven. Any ideas? Uh, it's another one that just looks a little familiar, but I it is. Don't know. It is. It is. It is. Texas. Florida. Florida. You suck. <laughs> All right. And he's not in Florida. He's not in Florida. Too hot in Florida. He left. He ha- he got a plan ahead. So yep. yeah, he's probably already he's gone. Out of Florida. All right. Let's see where he's at. All right. Hello, Florida. Wyoming. He's well, in I'm Wyoming. In North Dakota. I'm in North Dakota, oh. but I'm from Wyoming. Okay. From Wyoming. With a Florida phone. With a Florida phone. That's that's quite a combination. Well, you, 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 it, it means that you got to travel all the way down to Disney World to pay our bill. Yeah, he's going to travel down there to pay his <laughs> bill. That's good. I like that. Actually, it is a Wyoming phone number. Oh, yes. I was looking wrong on the list. Uh, but he's in North Dakota. He's in North Dakota. Wyoming, North Dakota. I screwed that one up, but that's okay. What's up, buddy? Okay, what's the uh, symptoms of bad tie rod ends, and what's the easiest way to check them? Okay, the symptoms are the toe will be wrong. Uh, one of the symptoms could be that it'll want to follow cracks in the road. It'll feel just like a loose wheel bearing in the front end. The simplest way to check them is to get a jack and jack up your right front tire. Leave the left front on the ground. Then grab the right front tire by the front and back, kind of squat down, and attempt to wiggle the tire into a right and left turn back and forth. Yeah, grab it at 9 and 3 o'clock. 9 and 3 o'clock. If it feels solid both directions, it'll wiggle a little bit because you're twisting the left tire on the ground. But if it feels solid, then they're both okay. Don't worry about it. But if you feel a thump-thump in your hand, you've got a bad tie rod end joint. Yeah, or if you just get, if you have another person, you can have them look at each tie rod end and see if they can see the, the, the tie rod. Nah, is it, if you can feel it, it's bad. If you can't feel it, it ain't bad. True. Now, the only reason I have somebody look at it is if it's bad, I wonder which one it is. But then that really doesn't, that matter, doesn't matter anymore because I'm going to replace them both anyway. Right. It's cheaper right. to replace both of them and the tube at the same time. Okay. Does, does that make sense? That makes you got a, absolutely. You got Jack? <laughs> do you have a do jack? What? Oh, yeah. Do you, you have, have a, jack? a jack? Oh, good. Then you just just jack you up that right front the... wheel and give her a wiggle, and you know the answer. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Easy enough. Thanks. Very good, bud. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. You too. Right. Okay, that was simple. I like Wyoming, but it wasn't Florida. It was Wyoming. I was looking at the list, and my eye jumped. And 307 is Wyoming. Wyoming. 305 is Florida. Okay. Okay. All right. I was bad. All right. We got one more caller here. We only have one more call. And then I get to sing. I don't know about that. Oh, please. Well, sure. Why not? Why not? Why should I be the only one? It's a 231 area code. 231. 231. It's not 321. No. We know what that is. 321 is Florida. Yeah. It's Cape Canaveral area. 
231 is Albuquerque. Michigan. Michigan. You're way off. <laughs> way off. I bet he's not in Michigan. Uh, 231. Not that one. That's 651. Yeah, that's true. 231. We got another call. They didn't want me to sing. Smart. Okay. All right. Michigan. Hello, Michigan. Hello. Hello. How are we doing tonight, guys? We're doing good. And yourself? Oh, marvelous. Done for the day. And uh, I took and uh, had rear brakes replaced quite a while ago on my truck last Uh year. That's been quite a while. And I've got one wheel or drum or something that feels like it's out of ground. Okay. And I had it done at a local shop close to my house, which is not in Michigan anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, why do you think I, it I feels out of range? Back into it. What is it? What makes Pardon? you think it's? Which makes you think it's not round? Well, because when I apply the brakes, it uh, wants to lock up and then. Unlocked. Okay. And, and it's I one... get a pulsation. I get a pulsation. I'm stopping. Is in your foot or in the steering wheel? Uh, I can actually no. It's in my foot. I can. Okay. I mean, I can actually. It, the first time I I noticed it really bad was on wet roads, and it locked up the tire. Okay, right. and can you, know, you can you tell which wheel position it is? I think it is the right rear. Okay, all right. It's 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 the right side, and I'm pretty okay. sure that it's the right rear. And what year of a truck do you have? It's it's a 1992 Ford Aeromax. Which means it does not have ABS brakes. No, it does not. Okay, all right, that's fine. And a Ford Aeromax in that year will not have hub-centered drums. Right. It'll have stud-centered drums. Okay. Yes. So all of the ABS concerns that I might have and all the hub piloting problems I might have do not apply to this truck. Okay. Does it have automatic slack adjusters or does it have manual slack adjusters? Manual. Manual. Okay. So have you been adjusting the brakes? Have I been adjusting the brakes? Yes. Uh, uh, actually, just uh, it got a lot worse the last time uh, I did a tire rotation, cross-rotated my tires, yeah. and uh, they adjusted the brakes while I was under there, you know, while and we it got had worse. everything... Yeah. Okay. This everything you have just described, knowing the equipment you're running and everything else, does sound like you've got an out around brake drum. Okay. Okay. Um, there one is way and one when I was when I was doing the cross rotating, um, I noticed that it seemed like the hub centers pretty good on the. Uh, or the brake drum centers, but it doesn't 
you know, you can move it back and forth on the on the studs. Ah, it, so you the, know, it's it, it's not like it it's not like it's movable, but yet it you can rock it back and forth on the studs. Should there be you, some sort of a spacer or something in there to take up that slack? Or would um, that make any difference? It, it shouldn't. I the think, stud but, is on on that age of a vehicle. The the stud and the drum are supposed to fit. If you can wiggle the drum back and forth, it can also move up and down. Okay. Okay. All right. So yep. here's here's what I would do in that application to try and solve the problem. I would park the truck. I would chalk the wheels, the front wheels, so it doesn't leave you. I would release the brakes and take it out of gear, and I would jack up that wheel position, all right? Then uh-huh. I would rot- rotate the drum or the- rotate the wheel by hand and see if you can find a spot where the brake tries to grab and release and grab and release, all right? If you don't yep. find a grab and release, then I would reach in and adjust the brake another notch and rotate it again and a notch and rotate until you find that adjustment point where the shoe is starting to hit the drum in one spot and then clear in the rest of the spots. Do you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Now, when you find the spot where it's hanging up, take a piece of tire chalk and mark the top of the tire right where that's at. So you keep it at the top. Then have somebody loosen the top and the bottom lug nuts. Now this will be inner and outer nuts, won't it? Yes. Okay. So you're going to take the outer wheel off. You can even do this before you get to this point. Take the outer wheel off. You're only going to want to deal with the inner nuts. Then you're going to loosen the top and the bottom nut when you're at that bad spot. And then you're going to turn those two nuts back in with your finger. Then you're going to loosen all the other nuts so that they're all loose. Now you've got two nuts holding the drum, the rim against the hub with finger pressure. You're going to have somebody step on the brake. Now, the brake will center the drum on the studs regardless of the play in the holes, okay? While they hold the brake on, you're going to lock the top and bottom nuts. That'll hold the drum in place. Then release the brake and see if the tire will turn smoothly now where it hung up the last time. Got it? Yep. If it turns smoothly, you just centered the drum, tighten the rest of the inner nuts, put the wheel back on, put the outer nuts on, tighten it, and your problem should be gone. Okay. If it doesn't now, solve would, it, you're gonna, you're gonna, if it doesn't solve it at that point, you're going to have to take the wheels off, take the drum off, and have somebody take a mic and mic the drum to see if it's in fact out around. Right. Okay. Uh, would that translate into a... Uh, a jerking feeling also while you're accelerating right about 35 mile an hour. If the drum is hanging up all the time. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. It, it can cause all kinds of different things. Cause that drum is trying to stop you. And every time it's trying to stop you, things are going on with the gears. So it could very well all be related to that same thing. Okay. So the first step is now, to see if you can find that off center and get it to center up the drum. Yep. Is there is there 
any centering devices that you that anybody's make where you, it would help to uh, line everything up as you're putting it together and holding it down? I don't know anybody that made anything for that age of truck. Everything that's been made has been made for the hub piloted, not for the stud piloted. Okay. You might contact a company called True Balance. You can look them up on the internet, TRU-Balance. He makes the, okay. stu- the centering studs for the hub piloted. Give, give the guy a call. He's really good people. Explain what your problem is, and he may know a product that he has that would work. Right. But this will work, and it'll stay where you put it. Yeah, once you lock the nuts down, uh, it'll stay there until you. next time you take the wheel off. Then you just got to... Right. Well, that would be the best bet would be to be able to put it back on where any idiot can do it without screwing it up. Right. <laughs> exactly. And if anybody makes something, it'll be the it'll be the people at True Balance. Right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, good thank luck you, to you. Very much. Appreciate it. Oh, have it, a good day. It's always an adventure. Yes, it is. That's yes, it is. Why we, that's why we love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Another fun one. Mitch again. Yeah. When he started talking about it, my gut feeling was that this was going to be an older truck. (laughs) And that's why I immediately cut to what age is it? Yeah. Okay. And in that age, there was no ABS brakes. Right. And in that age, it was all... The fact that it could lock up was... Yeah. It was all stud piloted, inner and outer nuts. So all of the stuff we deal with on today's trucks don't apply to a D2. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right. We have another phone we call. We do. Another one. 651. 651. Which I'm going to guess is Missouri. Actually, it's Minnesota. Minnesota. It's Our other neighbor. Sven and Ollie Land. The hat of Iowa. Hey, Sven. That's up. Hello, Minnesota. Hello, there. How you doing? Hey, uh, I got a... Hey. Good. Hey, 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 I like it, hey. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Ocean Century, I've got a lift axle on it. The uh-huh. rear axle is my drive axle. Okay. Uh, I've got bad river wear on my front steers, and it's been uh-huh. happening for years. And yeah. I've had bearings replaced and this and that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's uh, still... It gets real bad. All right, let's, yeah, let's make sure. Groove, it'll be worn. All right, let's make sure we're talking about river wear because in different areas of the country, so well, that's river wear. And I look at it and so, say, no, that's cupping wear. And another guy says, no, that's river wear. No, that's center punch wear. So, what is your definition of river wear? Is it wearing on the outside shoulder? Is it wearing on the second rib in? Is it wearing on the middle rib? Or is it between the ribs? Is it wearing just around the voids? Um, in the voids, it's uh, really bad. Uh, okay. The outsides seem to wear more than the insides on both okay. steers. But okay. the, the river wear, you could have uh, one uh, side of the rib, uh, the rib uh, way yep. different yep. than the other side. Yep. Okay. And uh, these are Michelin tires? Yes. Yes. And what inflation are you running? Uh, around 110 normally. 
and the sidewall of your tire says 110? Uh, not sure. What it's, size uh, tire are you running? 22.5s. Low pro. Uh, low pro? Low pro 22.5? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you've got a 12,000 pound front axle? Yes. Yes. So you got a 14 ply low pro. The sidewall of the tire says it requires a minimum of 110 PSI. And that river wear is common on a Michelin tire unless you run 120. Okay. You're running a little bit underinflated, right. and that's what's causing it. Yeah. Okay. That, I that is I a sus- good thing to hear. I suspect you're getting good mileage. You're probably getting 100, 150,000 miles out of the tires. I bet it's more. Yeah. And we run light most of the time. Uh, yeah. A lot of times we're bobtail with the uh, lift axle up. Right, right. Probably, uh, but, 30, 35% of the time. We're... Yeah, but your steer axle, even when you're light, is still carrying 11,000 pounds. You bet. It's uh, usually about 11,500 real close yeah. to there. All right. Uh, let, me tell you what, let me tell you when the problem occurs. It's not when you're just driving okay. and you've got 11,500 or whatever on it. The problem occurs when you step on the brakes. How much weight's on your steer axle when you step on the brakes? And at that point, it doesn't have enough air pressure to hold the tire flat on the ground, so the footprint buckles and starts this funny little wear. Okay. Yep. Okay. It just gets worse and worse. Now, can I uh, take those steers and uh, regroove them and put them on that lift axle? Sure. You can regroove a tire once. But once you regroove it, it can never be capped, so it's yeah. not a not a durable casing to trade in. And recap it instead of regrooving. Yeah, they're they're only giving me like twenty bucks on the recaps now. It seems like. So it's not worth we much. Yeah. You no money. Yeah. yeah. So if you can so find somebody wants re-groove. to regroove it, yeah, you can get another. I think it's four or five thirty seconds. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. You guys uh, use uh, regrooving tools? Not me. Kind of no. Yeah, it, they sell those, and there's certain shops that do it, particularly down south in Texas and Arizona. I see guys regrooving, but uh, I, I don't do it myself. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. You have a great right. day and drive safe. Thanks for the call. All right. Bye. Bye. So that was a, that was an that was a tire wear question. Yeah, a real legitimate tire wear question. Actual tire wear. Isn't that, is that the first one we had I today? The, I mean, we got the guy that called earlier about the toe issue, and I guarantee with one inch toe, he had some. He tire. had a tire wear problem, but he was calling back to report what the problem was. Yeah, there was a guy with a bearing play issue. Yes, we talked about that. Um, but that was that was an interesting cool. tire wear. Problem. All right, very good. Six ten area code and Tennessee. You it's think? Ten in it. Pennsylvania. Pen, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Six. Pennsylvania. In the hills. Is he in? Is he in Pennsylvania? No, he's not in Pennsylvania. He's, he's out making a living. He's still in Pennsylvania. They're out driving. He's Hello, Pennsylvania. Hi, east to west there. Hello. God. Are you Hello. in? Hello. How you doing? Where are you at? Where are you at? What state? Uh, Pennsylvania. I left this, uh, this afternoon. I'm heading. Down to South Carolina. I'm in Virginia now. Awesome. You made it out. Headed down 81? I'm on 95. 
95. Okay, now 95, as I understand it, the Interstate 95, that's the speed limit, right? 95? <laughs> oh, <Somehow>, yes. <laughs> okay. We can't cool. do that What's fast that? because uh, the fuel mileage is next. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm really enjoying the show, by the way. I, I appreciate your expertise. And uh, if I could ask you, I have a tire wear issue. Uh, but can I ask you a couple questions first? Uh, sure. What do you think sure. about truing and balancing? Uh, I love it. Truing and balancing I love and on the axles? Yeah. I love okay. it. I love it. Yes. And how often do you recommend aligning a tractor? As often as it needs it. Whenever it has a problem. <laughs> but what, how, <laughs> how do we decide it needs an alignment? That's the question, right? When I put new tires on, I don't know. No, that's my no. Yeah. Okay, that is the question. No. I guess. Yes, if your truck is out of alignment, your steer tires will have feathered wear. So if you lay your hand palm down on this tread, push a little pressure on it, slide your hand across the tire toward the frame, pull your hand back out. If it feels smooth one way and sharp the other way, that's feathered wear. You need an alignment. And it could be on either tire. It could be on both tires. Correct. If there's feathering on either of the ah. steer tires. You need you to have an alignment. alignment. If it's smooth on both front tires, you don't need an alignment. Right. And I've had trucks with owner-operators that took care of them that we aligned them brand new. We checked them. They were good. And then we told them how to feel the feather rear. And they went 700,000 miles before they needed the next alignment. Yep. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Is that something that you can only feel, or can you see that, too? You have to feel it. You can't see it. Well, if you okay. can see okay. it, you've got a serious problem. Yeah, if you could see it, it'd be oh, like yeah. the guy that had one inch of toe in, and he burned his tires off in 700 miles. He could see that. Anybody can see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but okay, as long as there's that. no... And I, and I suggest people that at least once a week you feel your sear tires, just like you're checking your tire pressure, and while you're checking the pressure on your steers, and you won't... I'm not worried about feeling the drive tires. Right. I'm just worried about feeling the two steer tires because everything shows up up there. So you're checking your inflation while you're that close to the tire. Slide your hand back and forth. Oh, they're smooth. Good. And I got the right inflation. Good. Keep moving. What? Okay. So I have 110 in the steers or 105 depends. I'm running about 85 in the drive. 85 in the drive is fine. On the steers, whatever the sidewall says, I want 10 extra pounds. Plus 10. Whatever uh, it is, plus 10. Hard to get up to 120 with these. Yeah, I know. Takes a lot of, I know. A lot of but, the, but the tire will wear better if you give it a little extra pressure on the front end. Okay. And uh, if you run well, it at I'm 105 and... If you're running at 105 instead of 110, you're underinflated, and you can expect uh, what is it, 10 percent less tire life out of that tire? Yeah, yeah, five five to ten pounds underinflated could cost you 10 percent of your tire life. Right. Okay. I copy. Now the, now the complication have, uh, we have with the complication we have is people think that the pressure on the sidewall of a truck tire is the maximum pressure. When, in fact, it is the minimum pressure for the load specified on the side of the tire. Right. Huh. Okay. I, I, I was one of those that thought it was the maximum pressure. Nope. No, that's true on passenger car tires. It's not true on commercial truck tires. All right. Okay. So yep. I have... Uh, 
I'm running Michelin's um, Low Pro 22s, and my rear drive passenger side inside tire the the this it has four I each drive like four rows of lugs. Yep. Mm-hmm. The the left center lug is wearing before anything else. It's wearing bad. It's wearing fast. Uh huh. Left center. Okay, so the not the not the far outside, but the one next to it. And is yes. it the one closest to the frame? Yes. Yes. That on a Michelin tire is an indication that the wheel bearing could be loose. Some brands of tires will cup the shoulder of the tire, but some brands like the Goodyear and the Michelin tend to cup the first line of lugs right next to the shoulder when the bearing is loose. Huh. Yeah, it, and it's, it's, it's wearing pretty quickly. Yep, yep, and it'll wear quicker. The further down it goes, the faster it'll wear. And it okay. sounds like the bearing is loose. Now, another thing, symptom you might be getting out of this truck is at sustained speeds, you're cruising along on a smooth road, you start getting a vibration comes up to the seat and feet that shakes and stops and shakes and stops. That's another indication of a loose wheel bearing. Okay. Uh, I can't say I've noticed that. Okay. Maybe I have, and I just haven't noticed. Well, maybe it's because you only got one ah. wheel bearing loose, and so you're not feeling like other guys would yeah, when they got all four of them that often. <clears throat> Good shot. Okay. Uh, all righty. So I'll, I'll get that checked out. So, and, yeah. Any any specifics on checking the wheel bearing? Uh, yeah. Uh, the simplest way to check it is you have them jack up that wheel position, leave the other side of the axle on the ground. You release the brakes on that axle. You take a tire iron and you put the bent end under the outside rib of the tire. And then you put a socket down on the ground to act as a fulcrum. And you push down on the end of the tire arm and pop straight up on the tire. And if the bearing loose, it goes clunk, clunk, clunk. Okay. Yeah. So inst- okay. that's instead of trying to put the tire iron in through the, through the grab. Yeah, you shove it through the handholes or something and try to pry on it, you won't find it. You need the fulcrum and that long lever to pop the tire, and then you'll find it. Yep. Ah, interesting. All right. Thanks for your help. Appreciate the time. You bet you, buddy. You have a great day. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck out there. All right. All right. right. We had a good time. We went through a bunch of phone calls. We have been on the air about 45 minutes. We have. We have no more questions, which means I get to either tell dirty jokes or sing. Well, before we do that, and just before we do that, before we do that, just what do you want to do? Quick, I just wanted to uh, for everybody that's listening and interested in this. We were, we were just discussing the rear wheel bearing and how we use a, a fulcrum yep. and a lever yep. underneath the tire to lift mm-hmm. up. And now, if we did that with a steer tire, it what doesn't would work. We find, yeah, because you're popping the kingpin instead of the, finding the bearing. The best way on the steer axle is you grab the top with two hands, mm-hmm. get a good stance, and wiggle it in and out like you're trying to rip the tire off, and then you'll hear a click, click, click. Right. So why do we have a difference between the steer axle and the drive axle? Because the steer tire is right over the bearing, and okay. the rear tire is way outboard of the bearing. So the so the dish of the steer tire sets the, the end of it, the real weight of it, is all sitting directly over the Correct. 
Whereas with a dual set of tires, you've got a dish that's hanging out all the way out of the spindle. And your leverage is completely different, and your weight's completely different. Steer axle is only got one tire, one rim, a smaller drum, a lighter hub. You're not dealing with 700 pounds of weight that you have in a set of duals. So that's true. So we need a fulcrum underneath right. it right. to lift it up and, and reveal the And then we'll plan. find the problem. All right. right. Oh, hey, we got another question. We got another question. Yeah. 917 area code. 917. Wild ass guess of what it is. Uh, California. New York. You're in New York. New York. <laughs> New York City. All right. Is that where your salsa comes from? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. I like that New York salsa. All right. New York salsa. All Let's right. see what we got. <clears throat> Hello, New York. Hello, New York. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Uh, look, uh, I got a six by two. Uh, used to be an old uh, Conway uh, truck, uh, a T660. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, every time, uh, every time when I pull up from a stop, you know, when I start driving uh, from from a traffic light, it, it get a pull. Uh, no matter how how slow I take the cross out, it's just like a jump. So yes. now about a year, I bought a truck about a year, but now. So, so, so many times that I do that, the two balls from the drive axle, which is the front drive axle, it starts to come loose on one side. You know the big ball where you put the shim to uh, when, yes. when they do the alignment? Yes. But they, yes. they start to come loose on one uh-huh. side. And uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Now the, the truck pulls to the right. And my, yes. my, my uh, yeah, the steering tire, the... Passenger side and steering tire, it's time to worn out on the outside edge. Yes. Uh, well, this was a what again? So probably, oh. So probably I'm yeah. out of alignment now, but uh, yes. what can I do? What can I do with that? Uh, I got to take it to alignment now, but what can I do with that jumping? Okay, uh, let's make, I need, make I, need, I need to clarify this jumping or pulling. When you let the clutch out, are you saying the truck tries to go to the right or go to the left, or it just jumps up in the air? Hops. No, it just jumped. It's just a little jump. Uh, when, when I started, when just, just releasing the clutch, no matter how slow I release the clutch, <laughs> yes. it just makes yes. a jump. When it yes, I understand. How, yeah. how much horsepower does your truck have? Oh, 550. Yeah, that's it. You're putting all 550 horsepower down through one drive axle instead of down through four. And you've got way too much torque, and you're going to spin the tire, and it's going to jump. Okay. Uh, it would be not much. because I don't have a power divider or nothing. No. There. It's just a straight, what? because the tire goes straight up to there. It, it doesn't matter whether you have a power divider or not. You only have two drive tires instead of four drive tires. So it can only apply power through two spots. Right. That's about uh, how many square inches is that? It's not very big not very footprint much. down there. It's going to jump and it's going to chirp. You've got way too much horsepower for a single drive axle truck. Okay. Okay. So that's the jumping. Can you, okay. imagine, driving, can you imagine driving a little Corvette? With 500 horsepower 
With a stick shift, when you let the clutch out, that thing would jump, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that, that's what you got. Okay. But, and, but as far as as far as the suspension goes, yeah, this, you're, yeah, you're going to pull the bolts loose because you're putting all the horsepower down in the same spot every right. time. But that's that, you know that's just it just needs to be rebushed probably. I, I bet it's the right drive position that's got the bolts loose now, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. That's why it's getting yeah. the right pull. Yes. What happens when you let out the clutch? Which way does the front of your truck twist? Because the engine horsepower tries to twist your truck. Does it twist down on the right side or, or down on the left side? I think on the right. Right now, it's pulling to the right all the time. Yeah. No, 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 no. When you let the clutch out and the, and the pressure hits uh-huh. the tires, your truck will twist. It'll twist down on the left or down on the right. Which way does your truck twist when you let the clutch out? I would say on the right. Yeah. Okay, so it's pushing down on the right front, which is going to lift up on the right rear, which is going to cause things to torque, and it's going to jerk. Yeah, it all yeah. makes sense to me. Yep, okay. yeah, that's, uh, that's probably got the flex air suspension, which is pretty... No, I think he's got the low air leaf. He's, you don't have the big curved spring, do you, on the rear end? No, no, it's the low, no, it's no, it's the low air ring. Low air leaf with the two bolts, and those bolts are the ones that are pulling loose, and those are the big bolts. Those are big bolts to be pulling those. Yeah. Loose. You wow. got 550 horsepower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, all right. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank Not a problem. You. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. <clears throat> yeah. There's What's a guy a, with an 80,000-pound hot rod. Yeah, 550 horsepower. Now that's, I mean, that's really kind of common today, right? Yes. And how, I mean, I remember seeing, like, back before 2000, somebody was coming out with it. I think it was coming to a big 600-horsepower engine. Oh, they've got 650. I saw one yeah. guy the other day had an 800. Right. And, and, you know, at the time, we were like, what the heck are they going to do with all that? Well, they're not going to downshift when they go over the Rocky Mountains. But what, I mean, so what was... What's a typical engine for a single-axle application? They can put any kind of engine yes. in them they want, yeah. and everybody wants more horsepower. Okay. They what figure would, it's what better. would you say would be the minimum you'd want in a typical single-axle application? What, what would you really need? Right. That's the question. In order to make those tires wear red, uh, four and a quarter, old 400 horsepowers, right. that we could get a lot of life out of that. You, you go to the big horsepower, and it costs you tires. It does. And uh, it's it's New York. It's not uh, the Rockies. Well, no, he's so got an old Conway truck. That Conway truck ran over the United States. That's true. So, you know, they just buy the trucks that everybody thinks are right, and away they go. All right. Okay. We have a few minutes left, and I want to, again, discuss the idea that we have a seat to give away to the CMC's meeting in Council Bluff. It's a week-long training session for somebody who wants to be a better owner-operator a driver or a driver who wants to become an owner-operator, wants to learn what do I need to know in order to do this. It's a fabulous training program. It's an $1,800 seat that you're going to get for free. Uh, It's during, I think, the third week of September. We're going to have three shows. We've got three shows in July, and we have to make a decision at the third show. By the third show. What we're we're going to do. We don't have July 4th show, and we don't have Let me take a look at what these are. Uh, July... We've got a show on the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. And on the 23rd, we have to make a decision. By the 23rd, we got to know. Who we're going to give it to. 
Yep. And uh, if anybody has any suggestions, uh, I would be glad to uh, take your suggestions under advisement. You can contact us on our Facebook page, right. MD Alignment Service on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Michael Beckett's on LinkedIn. You can contact me on that. You can call our office at 800 617 5592 if you've got ideas. 800 617 5592. You can go to our website, mdalignment.com, and, yep. and email us directly through that. We're looking for ideas, we're looking ideas, for people who would like to go. Somehow we got to make a decision who we're going to pick it right well. We have no clue. Yeah, maybe somebody who is, again, it's got to be a first-timer. Yep. So somebody who was interested but just didn't, you know, maybe they got the time but they didn't want to, they didn't have the money or whatever it is. We need a reason for somebody to go. Um, and we'll, just, we'll be thinking about what our agenda is and. Uh, That's the name of that tune, folks. Decide later. Yep. We're out of uh, questions. Yeah, We're no about out of time. We're going to call this a week. We're yep. not going to be back for the 4th of July. Nope. Because we're going to be otherwise occupied. Does that mean we're going to be drunk? Not necessarily. But otherwise occupied. Yep. Okay, folks. Have yourselves a good one. We'll talk to you later. Good luck. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 